We're gonna be calling Shannon Hyde. Downey, no, this is your team. <laughs> please meet us at Dairy Queen. We miss you, Downey. Please. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Another episode of The Shannon Show. Very happy to be here. It's a late one for me, but it's not for my guest today. Really excited for this episode. We're having Kite Metke on the I, podcast. Yeah. Very excited. Uh, I got the, got the <laughs> name right, guys. That's always the first goal. You know, that's the first hurdle. And then yeah, usually after that, that, I butcher like someone's college major or something. But introduction, very important. <laughs> But, um, yeah, welcome to the show, man. You just graduated from Kubasaki. I love talking to more recent Kubasaki graduates or students. It's uh, bring bring some life to the show, going back to old memories, seeing what's in common, what's in difference. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking to have a great conversation with you. No, man, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... I first reached out to the the Kubi baseball account you guys popped up on Instagram I was really excited because you know it's hard to keep in touch with that sort of thing once you leave the island you, you'll understand but it's just oh yeah no yeah it's just kind of stuff kind of like, keeps on moving over there and you just like kind of yeah. lose what's going on unless you're on stars and stripes every day but um that, <laughs> that used to be no yeah it used to be me but no longer but um, yeah. yeah, I was just really excited to talk to someone with the Kubasaki baseball team. I spent three years playing there, went through the ups and downs, and so much fun playing on that island and living in Okinawa. But um, you graduated recently. Let's start with that. What was the graduation ceremony like? That's a big milestone wherever you are. But I mean, in Okinawa, it's something special. Yeah, so for like this year, like as the year progressed, like with COVID and everything, mm -hmm. like in March, they were like, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. So like, yeah. I took that right off the bat <laughs> and like graduation also like last year for like Nick and Kai Grubbs and that class 2021, they did like a, their, their, they had a car parade that was their right. graduation. So mm -hmm. like they'd pull up, get the diploma and just didn't drive away. I like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I would not want that. And luckily it didn't this year. It was in the auditorium, like normal, some speeches. Yeah the usual so that was there you cool. go yeah the yeah. i had a drive through ish graduation too i, I wasn't at kubi i moved to north carolina but i i like kind of pulled up hopped out for two seconds got the diploma and i don't know like i don't even know what a real ceremony is like i'm never had to attend one but um i'm glad that your class got to you know get back on track from all that weird shit oh yeah no that was really fortunate yeah that happened for sure <laughs> is the uh, auditorium he... still as dusty and rundown as usual has there been any renovations no renovation, nope. <laughs> at least what I think, because I moved here, what, during 2020, so yeah. it was into my junior year, so I only witnessed Kubi for, like, two years, and, like, pulling up to the school the first time, I was like, oh, my God, this place is old, and then I search it up, Yeah, like, 1940-something it was built or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, my God, but, like, no, nah, the hallways and stuff, they, like, renovated that a little, it looks all right but that's about yeah. it like it is they painted weird. walls yeah stuff. they they do that they do like little yeah. things like that and whenever i was there they painted the pillars like on the outside walkways green and that was like a big deal i was like whoa it's like a new yeah. school but um <laughs> but for real it's just like the building is so run down and so old everything they do is like it's like you're putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound like you're just doing such minimal things when i mean like the whole thing you guys need a new building and they said the building was going to come in like 2019, 2020. And as far as I know, it hasn't even been started. No. Uh, so about that. So the new school, you know about yeah. Ukrain, right? The old yeah. Ukrain. Gone. They tore that down. Yeah. yeah. Gone. So like <laughs> for baseball, the first time I was introduced to Kubi baseball was by like Nick 
and like we went to the cages the the og cages the, the zucrin cage yeah, yeah the i Zucran built that cages. bro i was there to build that that's crazy but yeah. like yeah that was the first and last time i ever went to those cages because like <laughs> a couple months after that they just started tearing it down i was like damn i was actually gonna come here and like you know Bro, that was crazy. Like, I don't even know if we were allowed to just build the cages on, uh, you know, abandoned school property. Like, it felt really weird when we were doing it. Like, I'm not sure if we got approval Mm -hmm. or anything. It's just the coaches are like, meet us at Zuckerin for practice. Like, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. They were just like, right off the bat, like, they didn't tell you anything. They made you guys make it. No, they showed up to Zucker and they at first we had it in the old Zuckerin gym, like we had an indoor one, and then we got oh, kicked okay. out of there. So they set it up outdoors, and you know that little like overhang area. Yeah, but, I mean yeah. it worked out well because we don't really have a place like close to the school to practice. I mean you dr- drive down to the field, but having somewhere closer was fine. But it, it's funny that you got to go there once. Yep, first and last time. <laughs> I'm glad I got to go at least once. Yeah, but um. Yeah, tell me about moving. You mentioned you went there for your junior year. That's whenever you first got to the island. Where were you before that, and what was that move like? So, like, I'm not like those, like, typical kids who move, like, station to station. Yeah. So, I was just some normal citizen just chilling. I was I lived in Vegas for the mm-hmm. past 16 years. So oh, wow. I was there my whole life before I moved. Mm-hmm. So, my dad retired from his job, and he he's a scuba dude. So basically, oh. yeah, he applied to like tsunami scuba on Foster for like yeah. a big position. He got it. So, dude, that is hell unique. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Like, it's he's not like he enlisted and he, like in his like twenties and stuff. But mm-hmm. other than that, we have no like affiliation. Yeah, like, that's so that's so neat though. Yeah. Like the fact that I don't know you're just different because like most kids at Kubi are you know, for lifers moving all the time. But but tell me about yeah, moving I, from Las Vegas. You're going from the middle of the desert to a tropical island. Like, that's – you can't get much more different than that. No, definitely not. But, um, no, nah, because I'm kind of glad it was in Oki for sure. Because um, – so I'm half Japanese, actually. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom's side of the family, they're in Japan. So I, I've been gotcha. to Japan, like, a couple times. Oh, there you go, yeah. That wasn't the most like cha- life changing thing because mm-hmm. I've been I'm just used to it just Japan and how yeah like the culture and everything's different there. I know it's like a shock for everyone else, but yeah, big time for sure. That is good that you had an upper hand though. I mean, or just like just some experience with Japanese culture because I know like a big part of my move there was just like what is going on like what what like i did not eat chopsticks <laughs> no going to like restaurants yeah. i didn't know how to order food yeah. and that's just like such a big part of the hurdle i'm sure that you know oh, having yeah, most no, of that definitely. down helped a lot yeah for sure but definitely just staying somewhere for so long and then just moving to like somewhere far away I yeah mean, that was pretty changing, yeah that's that's, that's insane yeah because usually whenever kids move to Okinawa, like we said, they're military kids. They move all the time. So if, if nothing else, they, they're used to moving. But you haven't done yeah. that before. Then all of a sudden you get moved to the other side of the world. So, I mean, I'm assuming you had friends in Vegas that you had for your entire life that you had to say, oh, I'm going to Japan. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm going to Japan. They're like, Yeah, how did they take that? Because, oh. <laughs> like, none of them are, like, because there's no bases or anything nearby yeah. Vegas or anything. The only closest thing is an Air Force base, like a three-hour drive. So it's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But like, yeah, no. They were like, 
you're going to Japan? <laughs> like, what? It's like, yeah. Go on. Was it a shock to you as well, or did you know that that was a possibility? Whenever your dad got the um, job. So I knew it was a possibility when he found out he was applying. So that was like a couple months before it was confirmed. Still, man, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But I didn't think of it much back then because like, I don't know. Yeah, when you're living through it, it's just like. Yeah. yeah. But like more than like moving to Japan, I think like the lifestyle of like military kids was like crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that they move everywhere and like. And then when they like talk about like uh, what ranks your parents and and they say like these random letters or numbers, and like, <laughs> yeah, and you have no oh, idea, what? like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just mindset civilian. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Where are these ranks? Yeah, I've never even considered that. Yeah. I mean, you've gone from because like kids like me who grew up, my dad was Marine Corps for 20 years. Like you grow up with the military yeah. lingo and the jargon. You just hear it all the time and it's like nothing. But yeah. for you, you're like, what are you talking about? And like you, you go to the food yeah. court on Foster and there's like Marines walking around. Like that must've been something that you've never experienced. That's really, that's, yeah, no, that's different for sure. But definitely like changed my perspective on like, yeah, how it's, how it's like in the military and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually really glad I got experienced it really. Yeah, that's a once in a lifetime experience for sure. Something that you probably never even expected. But um, let's yeah, let's yeah. move on to get getting to Kubi, getting to the island. As we already mentioned, Kubasaki, you probably get there. You're like, what is this? Like, it doesn't even like you compare it to stateside high schools, and it looks like a joke. Um, it's just yeah. this concrete. Um, only like two buildings have second floors. Like, it's just really not what you think of as your prototypical American high school. Um, but what were the vibes like at Kubi when you first got there? What was the culture? Like, what, what's the school spirit like at that time? And, you know, just like um, walking, walking through the hallways. Was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, walking through the hallways for the first time, it was like, it looked pretty, because like my old high school had like, I don't know how it was when you moved to mm-hmm. your state's high school, but my high school was pretty huge. With like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you, do you know how many kids were at yours? Like, uh, I don't remember, really but I mean, like, may- maybe 2,000, but yeah, dwarfed no, Kubi, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, like, going there was definitely, like, just, like, You're like where is everybody? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, like, the first two months when I moved here of, like, my junior year, mm-hmm. it was, like, virtual. So, oh, I didn't was, even consider yeah. that. Yeah, so... So you're going to move somewhere new and you don't even get to really acclimate because you're sitting in your in your room. Yeah, so the only people like I met when I first moved was like the baseball guys because mm-hmm. like I've, I heard about Okie Boys. That's not a thing anymore. Like I, I don't I know imagine. how canceled yeah. or anything, but there was another like, like travel team. It was like affiliated with like Kadena and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like hopped on there when I first moved. And there were like oh, a that's a great Kubi opportunity. Kids. Yeah, there were like a couple Kubi kids on that team, and then they introduced me to like Nick and Kai and stuff. So gotcha. Those so were like the like... only people I met when I first moved. Yeah. Okay, so it was similar to Okie Boys, but it's like mostly Kadena related. Yeah. Okie Boys was, you know, Coach Tor's team. You yeah. Know, all the Kubi guys there. I'm following. So uh. What... <laughs> It's it's just so weird to me that like the overlap, like we have like this really small overlap of like friends with uh, Nick and Kai and you know Shantae. Yeah. So, what what were they like as seniors? Because I remember them as being like little freshmen. 
Uh, I, hope they, yeah. I hope they don't hear that. I mean, it's just like weird to me. Like they're all grown up now. Yeah. Um, so Nick and Kai were like the main captains when I moved here. What so, a shame. Like, yeah. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> That's funny. Nah, Pat, I think he did a good job. Like he took initiative for the most part. And like, he always talks about like how like you could be like a douche to like people off the field and stuff like mess around mm. with them but then like on like yeah i mean same thing on so like i got witness that a lot and i thought that was really funny i i, I thought that was hilarious and yeah like yeah because like there Nick would be like you go ahead, captain he would like take initiative he'd like do this and then kai would say something like ridiculously stupid off to the side and i just thought that was so funny all the time <laughs> Yeah, um, between the two of them, I definitely think Nick would have made the better captain. I love you, Kai Grubby. I love you, Kai Grubby. You're, you're a great guy. <laughs> but Nick definitely always embraced like that, like that structure within a baseball team. Like, cause he, he got it bad when he was a freshman, man. I mean, they, they treated him horribly, like the captains whenever we were younger. So oh, yeah, um, I, I hope, I hope he didn't treat you guys that bad. It's almost like every, every generation, you know, like there's like such a wild comparison, mm-hmm. but you know, like 60 yeah. years ago, people used to beat the shit out of their kids. And then every year oh, yeah. we kind of, we've toned it down a little bit. Like now, now you just kind of give them a spanking it here and there. And then now people yeah. like don't, don't even do anything to their kids. They just like give them stern words. So I think Nick yeah. kind of dialed it back and now he's kind of leading on to a better, more promising, less violent Kubi baseball team. So good oh, job yeah, for him. No, and now, now he's think, in the Marine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard about I haven't talked to him since he left. That's crazy because it's been at least a year. But Kai, like, I talked to him like last week because <laughs> he's here for the summer. <laughs> we went golfing, had a nice drink. That's about it, really. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> all I ever see game. of him is his just hammered <laughs> on his story every time. Yeah, it's always how it is for him. It's so funny. He came on my podcast drunk last December. He wasn't even invited. I know. I don't know how he got the link. He just popped in my Zoom room. <laughs> he was like, "Was this when he was in the states?" I, yeah, it was. And his hair is all long. Nah, it looks funny. like he just woke yeah. up. No, nah, that's funny because uh, when I first met him back, he was like, "Yeah, no, I haven't drank at all since I was in the states because I have a job and I was in college. I feel responsible." And I was like, "That's some bull." No <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> like nah like personalities aside they're both like they're hella good baseball players like Kaya third mm-hmm. he's a menace there and then Nick he's like a utility player I don't know like all he he pitched and caught because no one else really could pitch yeah I, I couldn't believe he could so. catch but uh yeah he started becoming a really good pitcher towards the end of his sophomore year he started to get the hang of his curveball and he was getting more confident on the mm-hmm. mound we started him against ASIJ that year and uh oh dang i think i think in the championship game we put him out there we lost in the championship but we put him out there and um you know you live and die with your with your decisions but i mean he, he yeah he came a long way on the mound for sure and then kai he had to work really hard to get good at third at, at first i mean balls were just bouncing off his shins he didn't want to dive on the ground but tor was yeah, just no. lacing ground balls right at him so good to see they grew up and uh we're carrying on that baseball legacy let's talk about you though man uh you you get on the team and talk to me a little bit through your journey the position you played on the team um just your role were you kind of like a lay low guy or were you immediately trying to make friends or become a captain like what's your what's your mindset going to kubi baseball 
Uh, so I didn't really have like a try to be captain mindset at the time because yeah. like you know new kid I don't want to try to do too much or yeah. be that guy but uh I play center so my goal gotcha. is definitely just like hold the outfield down and all mm-hmm. that stuff and like I didn't expect to pull up and like people be impressed by my arm like I only threw like 70 poo like high 70s <laughs> but I guess that was, right I just that was I just I guess people were impressed that I did back then mm-hmm. or like still because like Patton was always like dude you've got such a good arm and I'm like are you sure like, like yeah yeah I guess I took that into consideration and I just try to be a leader in the outfield for sure but yeah that's about it, it for junior year really yeah yeah, whenever you get to, like, any small Dodea school like that, like, the talent pot is just much smaller. So, like, you, it's really a hard time. Well, a lot of kids have a hard time, like, understanding how good they actually are because you get into the yeah. situation where there's just not that many kids and you don't have a good um, connection to the States or a good comparison to, like, how good kids in the States are or, like, if they want to play in college, if they're good enough to play in college. No one's scouting you out there. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. at least you came from the States, so you had, like, a some sort of a reference as to... Yeah, because, um, like, States, I was... Yeah, it's crazy, because, like, in the States... I don't know if you played in the States when you moved. Yeah, did I... You, you did? Well, well, not when I moved back, but I played in middle back. school. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. before okay. I went to Kubi, and I, and I was, yeah. like, a bench warmer. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, I barely played. And then I get that's Kubi literally what and... That's literally what I was when I was yeah. in the States, my first two years of high school, and I pull up here, and I'm like, oh... All right, I guess I'm I guess I'm good now. Yeah, exactly. But, but it also I also think you get better cuz you give kids like 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 us, I guess, who weren't playing a lot, like more opportunity to get in the field. And I mean, I don't oh, know, yeah, my confidence no. went up for sure. Mine definitely did as well moving here for sure. But yeah. And like uh tour like cuz I had I witnessed one year of tour. Oh, not gotcha. him at his prime for sure. Like I that was definitely the year where he was just done with everything. Really? He was like, yeah. Like I don't think, like I know COVID was the issue and like all the stuff that like goes with him, but we only practiced like once a week when I was on. Are you serious? For wait for Kubi team? Yeah, for Kubi. And this is yeah, your we only practiced year? like yeah when Nick and Kai were seniors. Yeah. Yeah. We practiced like once a week. We'd have our season was like five weeks long, and all that. So, stuff. did he schedule you guys to play against like local teams, like Okinawan teams, or was it just Kadena? Are you serious? It was just Kadena. Yeah, that is so. Like that is not the guy I know. That's crazy. Do you know what happened? Like yeah, because like what, what changed the mindset? Um, I don't know. I think ever since like maybe it was just like the vibe of the team. Like last year, like, cause like, I hear like all these stories from the past and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this, I guess that's not how our team is like right now compared to the past. I guess I don't really know much about the past, but I think that's just how it was. And he was like, I I talk to Nick about all the time cause I get rides from him to practices and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't think, I think like tour has just been done for like a couple of years now. But that's a real shame, really, man. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get coached by Tor at his prime, but it seemed like he didn't care. 
Like, that's such a weird here. thing to like even say, like for me to wrap my head around. Like, hey, I'll give you a little bit of a glimpse. We used to have like 20 games. Like we'd have double headers every weekend against Okinawan teams that would come on base and we'd have to sign them in on base and we'd play them. And then we'd yeah. also have the Kadena game sprinkled in and then we'd have a trip and then we'd have Far East as well. So like, and he was like on top of everything with like, he had this handbook that he handed out every year. It's called the Dragon Way. I'm not sure if he handed it to you guys, but he literally wrote a book about like Kubasaki culture and like the right baseball mentality. And then he would quiz us he... on it on airplanes. Ooh, on the air, bro. On the what? airplane, they would they go around passing out tests, and it was like if you didn't if you didn't pass the test, you'd have to like wake up at five a.m. on the trip and run, and um, I had to do that a few times. Or if you did anything stupid, you had to run too. Like I, I lost my hotel room key, which was really Kai Grubbs' fault, but I'm not gonna get into that. And then we had to run at five a.m. in Korea, I think it was. I think that was a Korea trip. But um, did you guys go on any trips other than Far East? And if not, what were the Far East trips like? Uh, so yeah, when Tor was there, we more, it's not that he didn't take, take the initiative to try, but mm-hmm. we just couldn't period. Couldn't. With COVID? That was the, yeah, that was the board's decision. Like we could mm-hmm. only play Kadena, but senior year pulled up. It was the same situation for like the first month. And they had like another meeting talking about like whether to have, a. it wasn't called Far East this year. It was called Packies. Oh. I don't know why, but. So basically, it was just Japan, mm-hmm. and it was only like the Dodd schools. Okay, Japan. so no ASIJ, so like no American schools. No ASIJ, no yeah, no American school, no St. Mary's. Yeah, that's who I wanted to play, but and no Korea either, no Guam. So wow, yeah, it was just a tournament between uh, like eight different teams, like Yakota, Kinnick, uh, Perry, King, all that stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah. so where where was it held? Um, it was at Kinnick, so Yokosuka. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. It had a nice field. I kind of missed it, but it was all <laughs> turf. Yeah. And like, like yeah, because like our field's kind of dog water. I'm not gonna. Not gonna <laughs> Bro, that that field in the middle of the summer, I swear that dirt yeah. is so dry. It is so hard. <laughs> like, I would hate practices because, like, that first dive you take, you just know, like, your hip is going to get scraped up, your knees are going to get scraped oh, up. Oh, yeah, no, infield. for sure. It yeah, hurt, that man. <laughs> I remember asking coach, I'm like, can we hose it a little bit like they do on the MLB fields or something? Because this yeah. is unbearable. He's like, nope. <laughs> it was, it was so rough. Funny. I mean, it is cool. Like, you have the stands there. It's not, it could be worse. It could be worse. I think the. Oh, yeah, level. no. And I At think, least we don't have a t-ball like, field like Kadena. Oh yeah, no. But <laughs> practicing on a bad field, I feel like it would make you better. Just because, like, if you can do it on a bad field, what makes you from not being able to do it on like a ridiculously good field? I yeah. guess, but because like I guess the outfield the grass was like so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. They do they do soccer practices there too. So they put like the nets on the outfield, mm-hmm. and you have to move the goals all, over. Like, all yeah. the kids running around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah that feels pretty bad but yeah anyway I think that's just part of sharing a military <laughs> base i guess it's yeah not gonna be everything but yeah let's uh talk, tell me about the trips though because i mean for us i remember the baseball trips were like the highlight of the year i i went on a few for tennis i played tennis as well but the baseball trips were like just the best because you're like basically with you know 10 to 15 of your best friends going to a foreign country yeah. and living in a hotel room and 
we'd become so much closer after those trips and like just the team bonding, whether it's um, from good activities or bad, you just, you really become closer as a team. And then I think that showed on the field for us, at least what were those trips like for you? You don't have to get into like specific stories, but you know, just, yeah, no, like really cool experience. What you, yeah. What you said really, like it definitely made our team like much closer as a whole for sure. Cause it was April. We went from Naha, of course, to the base. So funny thing is they were going to have a stay at the school gym floors, but what? They, yeah. So I don't know why I think it's like another COVID reason. Cause we weren't allowed to leave off base, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Cause I kind of wanted to like after the games, you know, go off base. Chill yeah. That's a big part of it. That's a shame. Yeah. We weren't allowed to do that. So we got promoted to from the gyms to the barracks. So we stayed in like oh. these random barracks. And, like, yeah. same thing goes for, like, the seven other same schools. Like, we would all stay in the same barracks. Yeah. So, like, I remember, like, the last day of the tourney, like, it was specifically, like, EJ King kids. They were kind of being weird. But first day, <laughs> they, like, go up to Kadena's rooms. They would knock on their doors. They would open, go into their rooms, take their bags out, and then just run. I don't know why, but, like, Bro, they had that... no chill. Yeah. Yeah. It's always those small D2 schools, man. Those kids are weird. Yeah. They're weird. Like, like, oh my God. And then they try to like fit like 50 kids in the same barrack room. I was in there. You just have to see if it's possible, right? Oh my, yeah, (laughs) exactly. But no, seven teams in one barrack. That was definitely something. But we won the thing. You probably heard about it, but. Yeah. Congrats. um, Yeah. uh, Thanks, but I expected way more from, yeah. like, the teams. The competition. Not going to lie. Like, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like that was pretty clean. Like, we swept them pretty easy. Not going to lie. Cause we I mean, are, it's still a big deal, though. Like, we, I guess, yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was definitely a big deal. ASIJ definitely would have, like, whooped us for sure, probably. But they weren't part of it. I definitely yeah, I mean, wanted to play. You can only play who's there. Yeah, exactly. And our finals were against Kadena, so that was pretty ironic as well. Mm-hmm. We fly all the way mainland, like all right, championship game. Who are you against? Kadena. The guys you've seen all year, yeah. exactly. Exactly. What was your relationship with Kadena like? Because I mean, you moved there and you played with a lot of them on your club team, and then now you're. I mean, I oh, remember yeah. for us, like we hated Kadena. Like it was like a legit rivalry. Like we we could not stand them. Yeah. We hated everything about them. We'd make fun of them. They make fun of us. It was like just real back and forth. But were you guys a little bit closer, a little less heat? Oh yeah, for sure. Because I remember our first game, our of junior year, like he, I think he handed us the uh, the handbook. But he never really clicked yeah. us on it. And if I'm gonna be completely honest, I didn't read it. I just signed it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember one of them. Yeah, one of them was. I remember one of the rules was like, don't talk to Kadena. Yeah, and stuff like that. I remember Nick was like engraving that into our minds. But like five of our other teammates were already out there to their dugout just talking before Dude. the game, and Tor was just watching. I was like. Oh my god! But he didn't do anything. That's the worst part. So that would kill me. After man. that, I can see yeah. why he gave up. Like he's like, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah. So like after that game, there was no like, there was rivalry, but it wasn't like 
I hate you no matter yeah. what type of rivalry of like we leave everything on the field then like mm-hmm. off the like after our games then we would like talk for like 20 30 minutes after yeah like, i mean that's probably for, that's yeah. probably for the better like if we're being honest yeah like, you don't have to like actually hate that like it's high school it's not that big of a deal yeah but exactly definitely different for us though so that's i'm it's probably like i said for the better than how yeah, we truly crazy you know. yeah not um so is Shantae still still managing the the teams? Oh uh, no. So okay, good. She she, moved, she yeah. moved on. She, yeah, she moved on with life. Uh, she's been uh, like a sub at a Kubi for a while. That's now. so weird. She, to me. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like, because she's so short too. It's like yeah, she, she looks like a student. She looks like a regular student, it's like a sub. Like, yeah, and then like she she coached tennis this year for Kubi. Mm. I'm pretty sure. And then she was our sub. No, no, she was our manager for baseball my junior year. But then she moved this April, so mm-hmm. she couldn't really sub. Yeah, so she's back in the States now, I think. Gotcha. I'll have to reach out to her. I, we used to be pretty close, but I'll have to see what she's up to. Uh, speak, yeah. Speaking of teachers, talk to me a little bit, little bit about the teachers at Kubasaki. I know there's a lot of good and a whole lot of bad um, kind of get a little bit of both range. Sorry, that sounded a little aggressive. There's some good and there's some yeah. bad. But um, no, I, think I agree. The, Definitely more yeah. more bad than good. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you agree. I didn't um, want to like yeah. put, a, nope, put an idea nope. out there. I yeah. Um, good teachers wise, uh, I'm good friends with uh Stephen Lumberg. So like, his mom. Mm-hmm. And I was his friends dad, with his brother Mr. and Mr. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Miss and Mr. Lumberg, they're both really chill. I had Miss Lumberg for like English and stuff. Yeah, so she was really like supportive, especially being new. So that's for mm-hmm. sure. But other than that, there's not much. Like, uh, I'm a music kid as well, so I had Miss mm-hmm. Wooin for a bit. Oh, did you and, really? Like, I really enjoyed having her around. Yeah. Yeah, she's really supportive, like the baseball team yeah. and stuff too. She's she's great. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then that's about it really like all my other classes like i was just there i didn't really like yeah care, really but like highlight in not the good way uh mr toya <laughs> you didn't like mr toya sure. no unbelievable I really i it's good that you had him though yeah i think it's a good experience i he's just so much different than any other teacher there but i definitely think it's yeah no. you love him or you hate him but i'll tell you what he does prepare yeah. you for college better than any other teacher there not for sure but yeah i just did not like mr Koya in his class i don't know and i think it was kind of ironic because like i find it funny that you say that because i think our whole class felt the same way yeah just being like a pain but he gave out so much stuff dude the the reading assignments are crazy it's like first of all the books you read in his class are definitely higher level than anything i've ever wanted to read 100 percent. i'm not sure what you guys had to had to read but it wasn't exactly exciting but i mean you you have baseball practice and you have an entire school day and then you get home and you have homework to do and then you have like two hours of reading you have to get done for a quiz the next morning it's a it's a crazy yeah. workflow like that time of high school, especially your junior year. I feel like because you you want to challenge yourself with classes, and um, you know look good for for colleges or wherever you're going next in life. But at the same time, like you're a busy guy. Like you got you got sports, you got friends, you're living life in in Japan. It's just, it's a lot to balance. Yeah, 
exactly but it was definitely an experience that's for sure yeah but like yeah (laughs) i I always love miss lumberg was great (laughs) i I had her for one year she's um she's definitely like a more laid-back version but also really talented teacher um mr m i had him i know he's still there he's he's great i've tried to get him on the podcast before but not not working out yeah really yeah (laughs) i tried (laughs) (laughs) nah he was chill because adam for calc senior year but yeah no, first day he pulls just the way he dresses is so funny to me. The flip flops and the shorts, yeah, it's classic. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Compare that to Koya, right? Like it's just t- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that I took him for for stats, and it was just like completely different than any other class I had in terms of his ability to connect with students. Like I feel like a lot of teachers there's kind of like a like a barrier, like they can't connect with students very well all the time. But I mean, like just the way he talking to us talk to us so casually i think that also translated to his outfits yeah. i mean he was he was great yeah definitely for uh, sure like our new coach was kind of like that too yeah tell me about the our new, new coach. coach for senior year was kind of like that too yeah so um yeah after tour left so uh his name was uh mr welch um like he the fruit snack. here like a couple of years ago yeah like the fruit snack, yeah, like like the fruit. Fruit snack. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Welch's, but um, <laughs> he's okay. been a sub for a while, and like he's been asked to like take tour spot for like even like when he was coaching still. Cause wow, I guess that's how, how he's that's how long tour's been wanting to quit. I guess it's, it's bizarre, kind of man. Yeah, so like the fifteenth time he said fine i'll do it so i meet him for the first time and like it was me and our other two captains like mm-hmm. we have three captains this year but like we would all introduce ourselves and then like we asked like his background in baseball and he was like yeah i played high school ball in tennessee and then played college ball but got kicked out my first year for doing crack cocaine <laughs> he told you that so, yeah this is what a mad lad. yeah so ever oh, since world. he said that i knew he was like on honest no matter what like yeah he would be straightforward and honest to like whatever he said so i was like yeah he's gonna be a good coach for sure he, and he's never coached so like he would always like talk to me and like the other two captains on like what to do and all that stuff. So he was like really open-minded and like, he's like Milanovic. He's like, mm-hmm. he's open-minded. He'll talk to you about whatever, really. So I think that was the main thing for him. That's great. That's a great relationship to have with a coach too. Cause like in, sometimes yeah. you think a coach has to be like a drill sergeant or like really, really strictly business with you as players. But I mean, a guy who's personal with you, that can go a long way for the team's chemistry. Yeah, no, it definitely has for sure. Like this year, especially. Yeah. So tell me about this season, man. I mean, like your senior year, I know going into, I mean, I didn't have my senior year because of COVID, but I mean, usually your senior year is like the time to shine. Like this is the way to go out the door with a bang and you're a captain. You kind of have the team under your reins, finally, new coach, new system, and you guys go out there and win it all. So like, what was that journey for you guys and how special was it? It was definitely bizarre. It was definitely something really special Yeah, for sure. But because we didn't have that many returners from the start. Like, it was me, 
our other two captains, Micah. But <laughs> we like, haven't even mentioned a couple him other yet. dudes. <laughs> That's so funny. It's been like at least thirty minutes, and somehow we never managed. To yeah, you got to get T Bear in there. Yeah, shout outs to T Bear wherever he's at. But nah, um, there. I think the main thing for us that did it were the newcomers. There were yeah. like, like two freshmen specifically. Like they're gonna go far. I think. That's great. Yeah, like especially this one his name's Luca but he was a freshman that came on I knew him through like the club team we were in mm-hmm. but uh in just insane like he's like 58 still but he throws like probably low 80s on a outfield pull oh down. wow yeah. there you go yeah that's like, a big asset to come in as a freshman yeah so like he was a stud pitcher stud outfield he was a lefty too so like what mm-hmm. more could you want from yeah that's everything that you team. need in a new yeah, player that's, yeah that's literally everything you need so he was definitely the game changer for us for sure but and what i do regret though is like the gap we had between our starters and the people on the bench yeah there's there was a drop off pretty bad yeah <laughs> huge drop off because we would have our jv games because like kadena i think we only lost like twice out of like the times we play them mm-hmm. like with our top guys but jv games would put around would get smoked like 13-0 13-1 all that i mean the, those so, games don't matter they're just out there to have a good time it, it, let, let them play matter. let the kids play yeah let them play <laughs> it was bad too because like one of those games because uh so I don't. I think it was in Tours Handbook where it was like no walk-up songs and all that stuff. Oh we yeah, nothing fancy. He was always be yeah, classy. nothing. Yeah, I definitely saw that from him when I moved here. But this year we changed it. We convinced our uh, new guy to let us bring up yeah, just a speaker with an <laughs> iPad. We did walk-up songs. So like during our JV games, like because. Okay, there was one JV game where the ums didn't come. <laughs> they just didn't show up. <laughs> so, like, coaches from both sides had the ump. So there's, like, no oh, in the dugout while the JV game was going on. So, like, I was at third base with, like, two other dudes, just mm-hmm. three people at third base just coaching, giving random signs. And then and it's a JV game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, two, two, two of the other guys are on the bench uh speakers like connected full blast mm-hmm. so they're just like playing like temple run or something on like the ipad <laughs> where you play like the walk-up songs and all you'd hear is like the, the gorilla noises you make when in the like, cold the <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that was definitely a highlight for sure with the jv games but yeah there's a huge gap between the top guys and the bottom we did not pick that through that's hilarious man we didn't we didn't have a jv team like we would just we just cut people and i mean i remember going to my junior year we were looking for some reinforcements like a like like a top lefty pitcher would have been really nice we're looking for someone to really Mm -hmm. add to the team and t-bear walks in and that was that was what we added that was the (laughs) that was the that was the freshman up up and comer there was one of the freshmen there really 
yeah, there was one other freshman that came up with him, and they were equally as just like just like spaced out and like really disconnected. And they used to fight every practice. Like we'd make them warm back up together, up. and they just scream back and forth for like for like two hours. They just fight the whole time. It was uh, I I, I don't. Well, we couldn't I, really, yeah, because we had like thirty kids pull up to tryouts this year for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. So we didn't like we cut like half of them. So we had like. 16 17 kids so it's like we had like the starting nine and like the bottom nine really so it wasn't really like a jv team it was just the bench warmers but we'd yeah. call it jv just because yeah no that so makes sense yeah yeah gotcha gotcha well um, I, don't, I don't even know where to go next man so anything more about um i'm mean, just hanging out on the island because i mean that's so much you're gonna miss it once you once you leave that's so much of what i miss is just like going around the island hanging out having favorite spots going to the mall going to the seawall just american village i know, yeah. I know the ferris wheel is down that's big news right that's crazy i so, couldn't believe so, that when i saw it so disappointed yeah um making it to yeah. some like hotel but yeah yeah. Um, so what has it been like for you just going from Vegas to moving to this island in the middle of nowhere, uh, East Asia? And I mean, are you, do you feel like you're living it to the fullest with your friends or how do you approach it? Uh, I definitely feel like I have for sure. I already said goodbye to like four of my friends now. So yeah, kind of sucks right now. It's but tough. Definitely. Like, and like the weather here is, I don't like it. It's been raining oh, really? for like the past like <laughs> two months. So yeah. like even if I, because like for me, Oki especially like the beaches and all that spot are just my yeah. favorite. Like the waterfalls, the beaches, mm-hmm. absolutely, Akuma, all that stuff. Yeah, but I haven't been able to do that just because of weather. Because those mm-hmm. are my favorite parts. Like I like Village too. But they took down the Ferris wheel, and it, it ruins the ambiance. I, I can't imagine now. Yeah. Like I like all the malls too, but like food, food is what I'm gonna miss. Yeah, most. that was a big and, one for me too. And Family Mart, for sure. Oh, so you're Family Mart guy? I I am a Family Mart guy. Are you aware that Lawson's is superior, and you're just like kind of ignoring that? Or oh my, <laughs> who has who has sauce? Who has uh, their own sauce? Um, that is something has changed since I've left. Lawson's had the superior food. If I remember, I mean, we have. If you're looking for a good meal, that's the place to go. No, you disagree. Is this is All this right. a hot take? I don't know. Okay, I mean, I'm, yeah, not in the chat. <laughs> okay. full, full right now. <laughs> Some people feel really strongly about it. I guess it doesn't matter that much. They're they're generally the same. If we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But um, when are you heading out? Um, and what what's next for you? I see UNLV bound. That's got to be exciting going oh, back yeah. to, to your home. Yep. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm excited because all my friends are still going to be there. Yeah, man. We still kept in touch. It's only been like two years, but it feels much longer to be honest. I'm yeah. sure that's how it feels when anyone moves. But yeah, I'll be going back to Vegas, and I'll be a music major because I play the trumpet. That's exciting, man. Being a baseball kid. How's that ironic? Come on. No, you can do both. What do you mean? I know. (laughs) Come on. Not much of them. But, yeah, that's where I'm heading for college. That's really cool, man. Yeah. So you're going back to your friends, and you said it's only been two years, but I think the big thing is the time zone difference. That can what what makes it feel a lot longer sometimes, just because, you know, it can be hard to stay in touch directly. 
or like having to call people like, like this, like I'm, you know, like I have to get oh, up yeah, early you're or the, stay up late. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the East coast. Yeah. So I guess Vegas isn't as bad, but yeah, man, you're going, so you, do you know a lot of people going there? Yeah. Like almost like all my friends. Like, yeah. Kind of yeah. going back there. That's so. awesome. Live, yeah. Live it up, I guess. When I get yeah. back for sure. And is, is your family staying on the Island for a little bit longer? Yeah. They're staying on the Island. Yeah. My dad's contracts like for like a couple more years, so that's great. And yeah. does he like his job with the uh, the scuba? He definitely likes it. He does more mm-hmm. business than scuba, which kind of sucks on yeah. his end. But overall, I think he enjoys it for sure. Yeah. Well, I know it's a great scuba yeah. spot. I didn't get to dive at all, but I know a lot of my friends did, and they just they raved about it. And just the island in particular, to, to anyone who might be listening that's there right now, I mean, embrace your time there, man, because yeah, one day no, you're going to be like it, one of the it, lame alumni like me, like reliving the glory days on a podcast. <laughs> no, nah, the ocean's beautiful here. Nothing beats it, uh-huh. for sure. Well, man, I, I wish you the best going forward. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk about your journey to Kubi and the two years you spent there and, you know, just seeing, seeing what's changed, what hasn't. And I'm really sorry you didn't get Prime Tour. That seems like really missing out there. I, I would have, I, yeah, I would have loved to see it, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you had your time and you guys won a lot more than we did from what it sounds like. You guys had a heck of a season, heck of a run to close it out. So... Just, just blame um, ASIJ for all that. Okay. Yeah, the, I don't miss ASIJ, man. That, yeah. <laughs> but, but you guys did the banner. Yeah. We didn't get a tougher ASIJ draft. So. Yeah, pr- probably for the better. <laughs> you you don't you, you wouldn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I'll, I'm doing these podcasts every week, so I'll see all everyone who's listening next week, and uh, I hope to keep in touch with you in the future and, you know, see what goes on uh, next in your life. Really excited. Okay. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure.